Hello, hello. It is the May 13th, uh, Wednesday night, the last day of the lockdown. Or at least this is how I view it since I thought both level 4 and 3 were pretty much locked down, very lockdownish, and now the, the big change will happen overnight. And apparently lots of businesses are opening in, at midnight because they can, and I did, really don't understand why. But I suppose there are some very desperate people out there, desperate for a haircut or something else that is available at midnight. <laughs> and people are free to do so. I mean, you know, if, if retail is the one thing that you really, really missed over the break, then go for it. Go, go shopping. Although what I was reading about this whole how the new normal is going to look like in the retail world, it doesn't really uh, fill me with enthusiasm for shopping because it, it really sounded like a lot of work for people who are manning these shops and a lot of kind of waiting around and oh, just very fiddly for the customers themselves because it sounds like if you go say shopping for clothes you want to try on a top or a dress or something go um, use the changing room you probably have to wait for quite a while because well let's face it this that the crowds are out you know eager to do this anyway at the same time and then you will have to wait for them to disinfect the changing room between each customer I don't know what level of disinfecting is, is going to be happening, but that, that sounds like it'll it would slow things down considerably. So I I don't know. I'm I'm that not that excited about going shopping to be honest. And this is a good night to be thinking of what I want to keep and what I want to kind of embrace again when it's available. Um, because there are a lot of things in this fairly quiet and monotonous lifestyle that we've had for the last maybe seven weeks now um, that I actually like and this we've learned to do things in different ways and I found that it's it's giving me more time in the day and just general in general kind of um, better approach on things things like grocery shopping that's something we've um, we used to be quite um, we we used to be like little butterflies just thinking for the day like we do our shopping and kind of like forget several items because you're not really on the ball because you don't have to be because you don't really have to think a week ahead when you're used to going especially when you're going to two different grocery stores um, going after certain bargains and certain products that you can get from one or the other so we would do several um, shop runs during the week sometimes as many as three or four which is crazy and sometimes you do two of these in one day because you, you go for one and then oh yeah we forgot this one other thing whatever and then you pop out for another and I really, really don't want to go back to that. It was, we were so unorganized that most of the time we didn't have 
enough for whatever meal that we were kind of had in mind if you had an idea during the day like oh let's make this for dinner then you wouldn't have everything you needed for it and also the the very fact that we'd be thinking about what to make for dinner during the day and not know anything in advance is kind of something that I want to leave behind because we've now learned to do shopping pretty much once a week and just order everything we need and that's it um yes we sometimes forget stuff or many times we don't get what we ordered we we get two-thirds or three-quarters of what we ordered because we're using pack and save and they are out of a lot of stuff um but i've learned to kind of order multiples of different things and something will always show up that we generally kind of get what we need to get, make it through the week and if you don't have something then you just substitute and but there's enough like we've actually stocked up we started stocking up so the cupboards are full we, we have a lot of stuff to make dinners and all kinds of meals out of so it's sort of there's no more of that kind of looking into the fridge and then to the into the pantry and then going oh I don't know we don't have that no that's just I, I really like this level of organization and it does save me time and energy because I I pretty much know once I've done all that hard work done that order then I know what we have we are having for a week we kind of know roughly what kind of meals are coming so I'm keeping that now I'm not a big fan of buying clothes and other things online anything that you need to try on because I, I I do love op shopping so that's one thing that I'm I will go back to I'm really looking forward to going to op shops and maybe uh, some other things are easier to pick up I'm not sure what, yeah sometimes when you're looking for a gift or something it's it's really nice to go and look at physical things and choose something from a shop in that way um, but other sort of generic items like anything technological anything like that like you need a cable for something it shouldn't be that urgent it shouldn't be so urgent that you can't wait for it to turn up in the mail so anything that we can order online I would probably order online from even now it's I really have no urge to run into the shops or revisit those malls or it's kind of yeah I just don't <laughs> the one thing I've been missing the whole time is cafe so I definitely make my way to a cafe to do some writing in there that's that is one thing that I can't um, just can't do home in the same way it's not the same experience we have a coffee machine and we make coffees all the time but it's not just not the same and it's not about the coffee <laughs> and that's why I think I don't know how well cafes did over this break like when we went into level three and they were allowed to sell coffees but nobody was allowed inside the cafe 
I don't know how many coffees they actually sold and what was I'd love to see the numbers because I'm sure there are a lot of people like me to whom it is it is not about the coffee it's it's about the experience and the, having that kind of what they call the third living room or something that third space something there's a name for it I think sociologically <laughs> it's the third those spaces that are in between our home and the truly public spaces these kind of in-between spaces where you kind of you feel familiar and it kind of it allows you some level of anonymity but it's not you're not part of a crowd or, or in a completely unfamiliar environment and you're not at home where you are staring at the pile of laundry and other stuff that you should be doing so that's yeah that's definitely something I want back um then there's another thing I haven't maybe decided everything that is available <laughs> when and what I would go for I feel kind of nervous about um things like dentists and not because I'm afraid of dentists or anything but the the whole idea of somebody um getting that close to you it's kind of same with them getting a massage or these are lovely things but I don't know no I'm not like super excited to go straight there I think anything where I can have a little bit more distance from people I don't know would be great the best thing about level two hands down the number one best thing is seeing friends that's what I'm looking forward to just having those people that I really really wanted to be in my bubble anyway <laughs> finally in my bubble and that's that's the one thing that I've kind of been thinking about as well is that now that we are moving from our very limited bubbles into this kind of ever-expanding world out there um I, um, we are told to kind of keep a diary or something silly like that, which probably makes a lot of sense, but, well, it's kind of like what the other countries like Australia is, is doing these, with these apps, and we are, we are told to write a diary of what, who we're meeting and what we're doing, and, um, and it, I'm sure it's useful, but it's kind of, it's very loose track of that and and kind of get to that stage where if you are suddenly stopped and asked okay who have you been in contact with in the last 14 days you have no idea because and if you go back to your life as it was before you actually you'd be kind of I don't know what they count as a contact I, I think if it is about spending longer time with someone then yes maybe that can be more limited but really you are kind of opening up your um, pristine bubble to all these connections all these humans and I wonder if it's it's kind of like a like a type of virginity that we've reached for <laughs> throughout this lockdown this is bear with me this is a really really weird analogy but if you think about it that way then 
who do you want to lose this virginity to? Because if you, <laughs> if you kind of, if with every person that you expand your bubble to from here, you increase the risk. Every person is like a little bit more risk of encountering this virus somewhere. Even when we have so little cases in New Zealand, it's, it is actually, we, things look very, very good at the moment. So I'm not that worried, but at the same time, you see those reemerges in other countries and you kind of think, yeah, we can't, we can't get that sloppy. And I think with having so little human interaction, physical interaction with anyone for this long, you kind of start to really put a lot of value, a lot of um, meaning into those moments. When you kind of like those few times that we've run into <laughs> run into someone during lockdown and, and had a conversation from two meters away and they felt really special and that kind of was one of those things I, I don't want to lose the specialness of it I do want to make those moments count so I want to choose carefully and kind of keep that even if I don't keep thinking about it as a bubble still keep that kind of my world sort of contained because it doesn't really have to be that big for me to enjoy my life I don't really need to be in the close vicinity of hundreds of people I don't I don't get anything out of that really it's not it's not what I'm after in life so my my um my interactions can be very very much more limited and and it's it'll still be amazing compared to what it's been <laughs> with just being with family and nothing else and having options like childcare not just uh, you know regular childcare for work hours and and Lucas going to school but also having the option of of paying for a babysitter somebody to come in and look after the kids and going like going out with Sunny maybe just meeting with a couple other people that's it it's not really like even that's that's pretty amazing I don't know in if in any other circumstances if, without the whole pandemic if I would actually need anything more than that I, it's nice to meet with like-minded people, like other writers, or that kind of that kind of groups are lovely. But often, it's the groups themselves tend to be a little bit too big for me to really get much out of sort of meeting everyone there. You you sort of you end up talking to a couple of people more than anyone else, and then that becomes the kind of like the meaning of the whole meet up for you so that's for me that's often that's all I need just talking to that one or two people often quite randomly just the people that I end up sitting next to or um, at the same table or something then yeah 
it's not a conscious choice or maybe it is on the other people's part I don't know but it's I I don't know why why these meetups necessarily need to be that big um, because you can we can find all the information all that like that kind of study stuff is easy to do online and I actually like it that way I don't need to be in a classroom or kind of sharing a physical space with a whole lot of people so that I could learn something I can just put on my headphones listen to a podcast or a video watch a video um, do some exercises think about it I learn a whole lot that way but then then there's the social aspect which is completely kind of different to that where I would like to talk about what I've learned or what I've been thinking and for that I'd love to be physically you know face to face with one or two or three people but it doesn't actually have to be a bigger group than that I think so that's why I'm thinking do do I need a bigger sort of crowd of people in my life at least physically do I need to be um I suppose there's certain appeal to these like, big events where you have heaps of people listening to a band or something or, or in a theatre or it's kind of yeah I appreciate that that atmosphere that comes from a lot of people appreciating the same thing at the same time and that's that's a whole yeah whole other experience that we probably won't have in a long time um might not be worth it for the risk of it um, but it's not that's not what I do for any kind of social interaction it's a it's a different thing that's for a whole other different kind of need um, so yeah maybe one day we'll get to experience that as well <laughs> and feel safe doing it I think <laughs> this whole idea of your bubble virginity and losing it <laughs> certain people is kind of I I like that it makes me evaluate who I would want to be like have in my bubble and who I really want to take the risk for I would hate it if I just randomly came across somebody um, somewhere who just sneezed on my face or something and that would be it like it's kind of um you want to balance the risk and the the gain the what well, <laughs> you know the reward <laughs> risk and reward so obviously it's it would really suck if somebody sneezed on your face no matter who it is but it is kind of you you really want to minimize the the random kind of meaningless interactions with humans like on on public transportation or something like that where you're just touching the same surfaces you get nothing out of that it's not a social interaction it's not that somebody's touching you because they they like you or they want to show support or they're hugging you or something this is you're just touching the same pole or something and then people get sick that seems like it's the the least kind of highest risk for no reward at all so yeah I'm trying to figure out our life from now on in that kind of risk and reward um, 
taxes <laughs> to figure out what we what's what are good risks to take what is worth it and how I can still keep my um, relative bubble and manageable size so that I don't have to write a diary for the government and dig that out when they come asking and be like he's let me look at my dear diary today I went to a coffee shop I talked to this people and they're like I don't I don't want to do that I want to write other stuff sorry sorry government uh, <laughs> so no yeah I'm I'm very grateful to anyone who is willing to do that that's great but for me I think I just need to keep my interaction small and manageable and then I will hopefully remember who I've seen and what I've been doing where I've been since we're still working from home nothing's really changing in that regard we're just taking Lucas to school and Thomas to care and hopefully getting more done when we as we work from home um, and not having to kind of referee and, and take responsibility for online learning of a seven-year-old. I tried, really tried that yesterday. That was my the only day during the lockdown that I really, really tried. It did not go well. I, I, oh, we were just fighting and it's just not, not productive in any way. So much so many meltdowns before my son could produce this tiny little story of something uh, and then have that sent to the teacher I was like no it's just not worth it it's just not worth it uh, so we're not homeschooling at all until we're just holding up until Monday Monday cannot come fast enough but hey welcome to level 2 everyone we are now like hour and 50 minutes away wow I am not going to get a haircut at midnight I'm probably going to sleep through this momentous occasion but tomorrow I will I'll be working from home but I will make sure that Lucas can maybe get out and play with the neighbor's kid or maybe he can go somewhere with his daddy who is not working um, because he had the foresight to actually take the day off which is pretty clever the first day of level two so the world is their oyster and they will probably go out and expand our bubble every which way which I don't have any control over but let them let them and I hope you enjoy, if you're in New Zealand, enjoy the lockdown lifting of the level two with all its social interaction. Let's make the most of it. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.